Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Batch, 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 bitch. Batch, batch, bitch. Batch, batch, bitch. Batch, bitch. Hello. Hello. I'm Naomi. And I'm Danielle. And this is, um, it's Batch Bitch. It's a podcast where we talk about whatever we want. Uh-huh. Get over it. You can't it. tell us what to do. Get out of our faces. <laughs> I think we, I wonder if we should stop being quite so hostile towards our beautiful listeners because <laughs> they do seem a little afraid to tell us anything now. I think they like it. <laughs> Don't they? <laughs> sure. I mean, the... The messages we get are always tinged with like, it's fine if not. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Or they always think we're fighting, yeah. which is not true. That's but true. I, we are fighting. I think we just have a dynamic friendship uh, where you can call each other out on if if you disagree. Or if you just feel like disagreeing for the sake of it, for a bit of fun, you can also do that to rile the other person up. That's also allowed. Yeah, they call that playing devil's advocate, and it's what um, lonely men do on Reddit. So how does that feel to be like them? Well, you do it too. I don't. Okay, well, sometimes <laughs> it's fun to see you squirm, okay? you got to admit. I am dead inside. I'll not be squirming any longer because <laughs> I don't care about anything anymore. So how are you going? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm okay. Like I said, I feel a bit sick today i don't know what it is i just feel like tired like really tired Mm. um and i've got like a bit of a snotty nose but i just get snotty noses uh you you know me i'm always snotty from whatever's in the air i don't think we have a single episode of our podcast where you aren't blowing your nose well guess what's right beside me ready to go perfect lovely they everyone loves to hear that I'll never cut it out. I'll never cut it out. I'm never going to edit properly. Oh, my God, no. Also, it's natural. How people would react if uh, if we dropped, like, a well-mixed, our well-mixed podcast where all the sounds were right, we didn't peak. Oh, my God, it would go for half an hour. (laughs) Because when I was, you know, I was, like, editing, like, uh, snippets, for something of our a, of a podcast. Mm. And honestly, when I cut it all down, we sounded like a proper radio duo. Really? Yeah, I cut out all the d- dead silences and bits <laughs> where, like, I started my words or basically just repeat what you've said in a dumber way. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, cut, that's true. That I is... cut all that out. <laughs> but that's the magic. <laughs> And then, you know, also, I told you this, that I, I, sometimes I worry that my laugh doesn't sound good. So, like, it sounds awkward. So, um, in the clip when I was editing and I had to listen back, 
<laughs> I just felt like it sounded a bit awkward without me laughing. So I'm like trying to make an effort. I will be trying to make an effort to vocalize my ha 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 instead of saying that's funny, which is the thing I apparently just say on the podcast because I had to edit in my own laughter so that we were laughing together so it sounded natural and not just me going like, ha ha, that's funny, while you were actually laughing. I hate myself. <laughs> yeah, I think I'd be better than you at like um, – commercial radio because that's all women do on commercial radio is they're just there to laugh at the men's jokes and you'd be terrible at that <laughs> yeah no I'd be so bad <laughs> I I can't do I can't do it no I and s- and even even more so because they probably wouldn't be funny <laughs> exactly I wouldn't even say haha that's funny you just go hmm <laughs> yeah mm. anyway my anyway. mum sent me a plant in the mail <laughs> I sent you I did send you just before I was watching on a plant group, Husey getting roasted on, mm-hmm. but some a lady screenshotted a, um, one of Husey's Instagram photos and in the background there's a fiddle leaf fig that's like two metres tall with just one lonesome leaf on it <laughs> and he's getting roasted and it's like an ad for Odell Paso tacos and then... And then everybody starts paying attention to how burnt the tacos are. Like, there's, like, full black edges. And everybody, poor Husey, is getting roasted so bad. In this private plant community Facebook group. Yeah, and I, lo- I loved it. No it one's was... ever known hardship like Husey. No, it was very funny. Come on, you fell in love with him too on that show we watched, The Masked Singer. Oh, I'm in love with Husey. I wish he was my dad. I'm just saying, I think he's going to be okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, he'll be okay. That sh- that Surely that was sponsored by Old El Paso. I'm sure they have given him a year's supply of tacos and taco seasoning. Yes. <laughs> I, bet he, I bet he didn't do the mince properly or the, like, chicken or whatever's in there. I think he's vegetarian. Is he? I think so. Wow. And every day I find more respect for Husey. I think it's because he reminds me of my dad a little bit. Anyway. That's true. Shout out to Husey, big fan of the pod. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so sorry we haven't put out, I mean, I put out an episode last week, but there was like <laughs> heaps of time in between that and the others. because we, we recorded it like a month ago. Yeah, because like Naomi was a bit sick and then I was like, don't worry about it. A bit you- sick. I was extremely ill. Okay, I was trying not to make them feel too bad. But okay. Why? Make them, yes. make them feel terrible. Okay, sorry. Oh, Naomi, was terrible. On, Naomi was on her deathbed. And so I said, don't worry about it. I'll just space the podcast out a little bit so that it doesn't seem like there's too much of an issue. I feel like you and said that three weeks I later. did because <laughs> I forgot then as well about the podcast. <laughs> I forgot I had to upload it. It's so funny because it was the last episode of that little series. I know. It would have been fine to just drop it and then take Have a, a little, little break. break. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> we just wanted to keep Kid Nation in your minds for longer because yeah. and we were going to review Big Brother and what happened was, A, yes, I was deathly ill with mm-hmm. a terrible throat infection, not coronavirus. Um, <laughs> and, then, um, and then Big Brother was so boring that we said we can't, there's no, what's the point? Yeah, we did have to stop that because, okay, also the producers apparently say, um, like the producers say that there's, that all the people were boring. 
Yes, this is rumoured on um, several news articles that they were very disappointed in the cast. Well, they cast it. That's their problem. They should be fired. Amen, brother. Let's get some people to lose their jobs. Now's the time. (laughs) I also believe that a few people were cast for the show. And, um, like, Kieran, he's got, like, He's got, like, a YouTube account or something with, like, heaps and, with, like, heaps and heaps of videos and he's, like, I don't know, just basically based around the fact he's a bad driver. Which oh, is, wait, is really? It, yes, I yes, looked it up last night. Like, he's got, like, 22,000 subscribers, which is, oh, and, wow. then, and then, like, heaps and heaps of videos, basically him just driving around, him in Hollywood driving in, like, Porsches or whatever. Um, driving badly. He's basically tried to base his whole personality and online media presence off the fact he's a bad driver, which should have tipped off the producers that everybody's boring. It's like if somebody's already giving themselves the only thing about their persona is that they're a bad driver, then that is a boring person. All of the people in the house... Well, I mean, the thing is, I can't tell what happened. Either this show was edited so that they were just talking about the game or nobody had any personality at all to show so they just had to talk about the game. Well, here's, here's, here's the mis... Uh, let's, let's, let's talk about it. So okay. Big Brother has now been on the three major Australian networks. It's been on Channel 10, Channel 9 and Channel 7. They've all had a crack at it. Yes. I think the biggest mistake that that um, Channel 7 has made is, like, drastically changing the format so that it's basically Survivor. Um, Survivor is its own game, whatever. I know a lot of people like Survivor. Um, but the thing about Big Brother is it's supposed to be about personalities. And the two things that they do that maintain the personalities are, A, you're not allowed to talk about nominations at all. So mm-hmm. you just have to live life normally it can't be about who's going home so they actually just I think it relaxes it a bit you know and then also um that the audience votes and I understand it's entirely it, that it's entirely different show if you're doing it live week to week um but it, the audience voting means that people with personalities don't leave because I think initially you used to vote to evict people, but then they changed it to you vote to save people, which I actually preferred because that means yeah. that like controversial people will have a lot of haters, but then we'll also have a lot of people who love them and vote for them to keep them in. Whereas you have someone like Angela. Angela would never have been evicted no. if it wasn't for um, the housemates themselves having to nominate. And that's why it's so boring is because all they talk about is who's going to nominate, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, how can you care about, like, they might all, they might mostly honestly be identical, like, porn pieces. And they're all white (laughs) because (laughs) they're all white. um, And they all look exactly the same because you don't care about any of them. And when they try to get you to care about them, you haven't spent enough time with them. And you feel like you're being manipulated and you don't, care about these people's lives like they keep trying to push this Daniel this like tall white guy who used to play AFL and they just keep trying to push this narrative that he's like trying to get back properly with his ex-girlfriend or they're kind of they kind of patch things up but like he basically says that he broke up with her and he realized it was a mistake (laughs) 
and then tried to get her back and now he's in the big brother house. That is not sympathetic at all. Yeah, I I I think I forgot about that. The fact that like I know that the old ones you voted and stuff, but I forgot about the fact that they weren't allowed to talk about nominations, which would have been so much better. Yeah, because you just they well, I don't know. I mean, I I wouldn't say it would have been better with this cast because they were so fucking boring. And then I started to rewatch the twenty thirteen season, which I was obsessed with at the time. And they and it's just so exciting. There's like going out there live. You've got like you're watching them go in live. They've got the huge audience. Obviously, that wouldn't work this year. But yeah. it was just so exciting to then be living day to day with them. And that was in you know. It was real time, which is also what made it exciting. Like, watching things live is just more exciting. I remember when Shia LaBeouf did his, uh, like, he live-streamed himself watching his movies. Do you remember that? No, that's he funny, aired all his. I love Shia LaBeouf. He aired all his movies in a movie theatre, and it was, like, with that, it was just, like, nonstop for I don't know how many hours. But he put, like, a video. He, he had a camera in front of him that was, like, filming him watch his own movies. And you see him, like, be bored and fall asleep or, like, laughing or crying, depending on what he was watching. And, like, no, like, how often would you actually watch that back in real time? But watching it live, it was just comfortting to sit there and watch Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. Which is, and people could, anyway, Shia LaBeouf aside, he's very cool, I think. But it's cool to be keeping up with something as it's happening, which is something that is so exciting about Big Brother. And then they just filmed it as, like, a normal TV show. I think they took all the magic out of it. Yeah, I think they were trying to... I don't know if they were trying to, like, copy a bit of, like, the circle and... It was definitely yeah, like Survivor, Survivor was a reference for them. Yeah, I just feel like it... Yeah, it then made it, like, Survivor... The thing about Survivor is I don't think it... it does it have a public vote for the winner at the end? Is no. it just a challenge? So it's like, then why have it... Now, I just feel like this top few people are really, really boring. Because, so, okay, so I don't know if anybody's watched, I just realised we're just getting down to the nitty-gritty. The top five people, (laughs) essentially, at the moment, oh, there's people, I guess, that aren't eliminated yet. So there's still, in the house currently, there's Sarah, Chad, Matt and Dan. Out of those people, (laughs) I... They all sound the same. (laughs) I mean, it's so funny that there's literally a Chad in there. Like, <laughs> and he's it. not even the worst one. No, that's like a made-up... I feel like that's like a made-up white man's name. It is. Um, but If you want your son to have privilege, you just call him Chad. He'll have an easy life, I think. It's crazy. And then <laughs> out of those four, I think I want... I Well, I definitely want Sarah to win out of those four. Um, yeah. But then Sophie and Kieran are like locked in this white room that we'll see whatever happens with that. Actually, I think out of all of them, I want Sarah to win. I, I've talk, Actually, I talked to Jono about this last night. It's definitely because she seems like she's from the least privileged background out of all of them. She's, like, um, brought up quite poor, seemingly, by, like, a, a single mother and then with five siblings. Mm. And then everybody else, it seems like, well, Dan would have money from AFL and, like, his job and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um we were talking about Matt, like, lives in Broken Hill, so it's, like, it would probably he cost, like, $2 money. for rent. <laughs> and then if he's, like, a builder, they would make pretty good money anyway. Yeah. Um, Chad is 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 a, is a good-looking... He's an international model, yeah. I believe. Yeah, he's... 
he'll be fine. <laughs> like, I feel like $250,000 will make the most difference to Sarah's life. Yes. Um, I cannot believe how quickly these people voted out the people of colour on the show. Yeah. It we is, have uh, to talk about it. Yeah, we, okay, 20 so, people entered the house, not at the same time, but they, they put, what, 12 people in and then another four and then another four, four. and then whatever. Yeah. Um, so on the first thing, on the first eviction, they, they got rid of, what was her name? I can't even remember. Laura. Um, Laura, something. yeah. This cool, hot, black woman, dancer, feminist, like, yeah. And they were all like, she seems standoffish. She fe- feels like she's a bitch. Let's all get rid of her. And then they just eliminate her immediately. Immediately I was so pissed off. Yeah, I knew. I knew because in my mind I went like, as when I saw the way she'd been edited, I was like, oh, no, this lady has Naomi vibes. And, <laughs> like, I feel like the thing is like, because what I, I struggle with sometimes, but I feel like you would struggle with it a lot more as well is like, the, like, regular suburban Australia is very different to the sort of people we have in our lives. Yeah. And so I feel like you go into a house and you sort of would expect it to be, like, people of who are all different and everything like that. But at the same time, there, she probably had, like, way more n- negative reactions coming her way than she would have thought. Yeah, so you I think that that is what I would experience. Um, I I think you would be a bit standoffish. Yes. <laughs> Do you? I feel like I don't know. I'd try to make. I'm just the only time I can um sort of compare is when I started uni and I just decided I'm just gonna have to make friends and I was like really like bubbly and like made friends really easily. But I don't. I. Now, I don't know if I would have the patience to talk to these people. Yeah, I think it would be hard. I think I think it would be hard because it's like, well, okay, well, firstly, I got annoyed when Casey referred to their group as the popular group, which is like... <laughs> oh, my God, it was so high school. Oh, I hated that so much, but I was like... By popular oh. group, you mean young, white, hot people, right? Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what she meant. Because if, if it's... Popular, there's essentially two groups and then a few little minions who go about. Mm. So there's not really a popular group when there's only 28 people. No. Is <laughs> Honestly, most of them, I think they're disgusting. Anyway, so they got okay. rid of Laura immediately. Next yes. elimination, they get rid of Alan, who Alan. is an Asian-Australian man, who honestly... I kind of understand this one. He was trying to, like, mastermind the game and it was very obvious and bad. Yeah, he reminded me of those, um, you know that YouTube video of, is it, like, a gopher or something who's, like, standing up and yelling? Alan? And I think it yells Alan. Yeah. He, he was the same as that. Alan! Alan! Whatever Are you it was. sure it wasn't just because he did that on the show? Oh, is that what it was? <laughs> He reminds me of this thing that he did. Um, <laughs> oh, okay. That makes a lot of sense now. I, it's crazy that I had not put those together. It is insane. <laughs> uh, he, randomly, he, he's a gopher to me. Um, 
Do you think everybody in the in the house also didn't put it together? And then he was just shouting his name, Alan, and everybody was like, I don't like this dude. <laughs> Weirdly. No, I think they're exactly the type of people who would have just found that video, like, last year. Um, yeah, okay. Uh, and then um, on the third eviction, they get rid of another Asian man named Sabong. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe that's the correct pronunciation, Sabong. He said it's it's spelled S-O-O-B-O-N-G, but it's not Subong, it's Sabong. And then I watched all these people. You could tell I could yeah. tell who I liked because they were the people saying Sabong and then the other people kept saying fucking Subong. And it really pissed me off because he told you exactly how to pronounce it. I'm also pretty sure he said you can call me S-Bong. I think he was saying get rid of the O-O, so it's Sabong. Okay, yeah, because I was confused by that too, why they weren't calling him by the nickname he said. Because I thought thought he was saying call him S-Bong and then nobody was calling him (laughs) S-Bong. But funny if he hadn't said S-Bong and then I'm walking around the house being the only person to call him S-Bong. Yeah, you're like, all these racists. (laughs) His name's (laughs) S-Bong. I mean, either way, it wasn't Sue-Bong and that's what Dan kept calling him and I was like, Dan, you're disrespectful. I don't like you. Um, so they got rid of him in the third eviction. And then the only, because they said he was a physical threat, which to be fair, the man was a machine. But Yeah, but he didn't win the challenge. That no, was he didn't. There. And also, like, okay, yeah, you can say he's a physical threat, but also, like, Dan is a professional athlete and it took him up until, like, like, two nights ago, or, like, last night, I don't know, like, whenever it was, like, a few days ago, when this has been going on for weeks, mm. it took him Nightmare. To forever to win a challenge, okay? Yeah, Gar- also there, there are a lot of physical threats in the house, but randomly, just for the third time in a row, you're going to single out yeah. someone who's different to you and kick them out of the house. So yeah. the only person we had left who wasn't white was Angela. Mm-hmm. Angela, queen of... Big Brother 2020. Honestly, the only reason that people were watching the show, and I think a lot of people have stopped since she left. She's very funny. Um, yes. She's from... Shit, what country is she from? Um... Uh... I can't remember, but she, she said she essentially lived in the Beverly Hills of yeah. whatever country it is. Um, some country in Africa. And she... Uh, <laughs> and she's just... She was so funny. And the only reason she lasted is because after they got rid of three people of colour, she won the two next challenges because she's amazing at endurance. Yeah. <laughs> for challenges that are just where you have to <coughs> withstand something, she would just go to a different place in her mind. I thought that was so funny from a woman who clearly, like everybody else in the morning is outside doing their weights and doing their exercise and she's having her tea, doing no physical activity yeah. whatsoever but then she will just switch it off in her brain and do it and I love that because it made me I was like yes <laughs> you do this to those annoying people out there who keep on trying to kill you you kill <laughs> them all I wish she had a one I wish she had won every physical challenge throughout this whole show oh yeah but the um you know the the high energy like cardio ones or something like that not her forte but that's okay but yeah. Those endurance, yeah, it was so funny that she would just withstand and then whenever she felt like she was going to win, then she would pull lip gloss out of her bra and just put some on. I, <laughs> Absolutely. The best queen. thing in the history of the world. 
Anyway, so she wins the next two challenges and gets to send two other people home. And then the moment she loses a challenge, they put her up in evictor. Um, they literally yes. got rid of all the people of colour as soon as they could. Um, unfortunately for them, the producers clearly knew that Angela was the only reason people were watching the show and then sent her into some bunker where she got to, like, spy on all the housemates and got to eventually be let back in the house. And, of course, she was eventually evicted again. Um, yeah. But and not before screaming at all of them that they were being boring and not playing the game and just well, doing everything that these, like, tall white men told them to do. And she was entirely correct. Yes. It was so annoying because anybody... Um, you did a very funny tweet last night or the night before about um, the white room and how, <laughs> like, and how essentially that there's only white people left in the house and so that must be driving people crazy too. Ha ha ha. And then, <laughs> and then somebody like um, replied. <laughs> I saw that. I couldn't even engage with that. Um, and some guy with bogan in his handle. <laughs> yeah, something about how. It, I don't know what it was, but he was just basically saying that it, it wasn't racist that they got rid of all the people of colour, which is like, oh, uh, okay, yes, people have to be voted out by this, but do they have to be voted out first? Like, you've basically... And all in a row? I yeah. mean, if anything, like, the... I will hand it to the producers. They tried to keep Angela as long as they could. Yeah. Um, but I, maybe it's their fault for casting a bunch of white bogans who are clearly going to see people of colour as the other yeah. and then vote them out immediately. Yeah, that was not okay. I really, because I would have loved the season to continue. I would have loved Laura to have been there for, like, at least a few more episodes. Jesus <laughs> Christ. And her, I would and- have loved to have learned something about Laura. I would have loved Laura and Talia to have had a confrontation and oh. that would have been the best thing in the world to me to see Laura tell Talia what the fuck is wrong with her behaviour. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it, it feels like so long ago now, but um, we can talk about Talia, who was this blonde girl. My favourite thing about her was... Um, when so she came, became pretty territorial pretty quickly, and her and Dan, the tall white man, sort of became the quote king and queen of the house, which is yes. just I feel like it's just like this weird white privilege thing where they just decide, like Casey said, they're the popular kids, they just decide they're in charge, and then therefore they are. It's crazy, um, yeah. So then some people dropped down in a cage and they had to keep these people in the cage. They were playing, like, getting-to-know-you games. And Talia... (laughs) I really want to find the quote. Talia said something like... Like, what do you think we do for a job or something? Yeah, what do you think I do for a job? I know I look like a beauty queen, but I'm not. (laughs) Which already is, like, telling... If that was me, I'd be like... I don't want to answer this because you are coming across as confrontational. Um, I guess immediately I'd be like, well, I guess it's going to be a job that you think is traditionally for a man because you're making it out like you're one of the boys. You, you aren't, you aren't prissy like all those other girls, even though you have all the hallmarks of the girls that you seemingly despise. (laughs) Yeah. You have Um, the like blonde hair extensions, 
are the false eyelashes lash extensions yeah. yeah anyway so they start guessing all these things and this and this new girl hannah who's very pretty makes the mistake of saying stripper um and then she's and then she's done she's done we also find out sarah was in a group interview with Hannah and hated her as well. They clearly just hate this girl because she's very pretty. <laughs> yeah, they showed they showed a little clip of Hannah in um, the, or I guess the audition process when they would have done a group audition and Hannah's, and sorry, Sarah's beside Hannah and Hannah's talking and she's just being very like bubbly and sort of like. Confident. Confident and it's like, yeah, she's being loud and stuff telling her story, but I assume it's also her time to speak, so you're allowed to be confident when you're talking. It's like it's a it's essentially a job interview. I do that when I go into a job interview, I I pretend it's like I'm on stage. I talk differently than how I talk if I was just in real life. Do you laugh normally too? Um, at my own jokes. Sometimes <laughs> yes, you know that's a big issue I have. Um, my favorite thing that Tali said was, I didn't like Hannah when I first met her. I feel like she's the type of person to be intimidated by pretty people. Fuck, that is the funniest shit I've ever heard. Talia clearly took one look at her and was like, she's pretty, she's a threat. (laughs) And she's just, it's the most like blatant projection I think I've ever seen just to. Yeah, it was. Voicing exactly why you're feeling the way you are, but pretending it's the other way. Yeah, it was so transparent. It made me so uncomfortable because I've never seen it that, like, in, like, you know, when you see gaslighting or things like that, you're like, am I being gaslighted or, I don't know. And with her, I was like, no, (laughs) I fully understand what's happening here. And then this is episode three. People are like, who are you voting for? Who are you voting for? She goes, Hannah, she's a bitch. She's walking around thinking she owns the house. Bitch, this is my house. Welcome to it. Anyway, so you can imagine Talia got um, fairly significantly cyberbullied um, and eventually evicted. Because one thing I noticed with this popular group of hot white people is it was a group of men and women. Mm -hmm. And uh, the women continuously won the challenges to protect the men. Yes. And then the men ousted all the women who saved them a bunch of times and somehow are still skating through. Yeah, I don't... I I keep on every night when... Every single night when it's, like, time for somebody to nominate somebody, every time I go, this is the wrong call. Yeah. Why is... Every time you're putting up one of that group with one of your own, why are you doing that? Stop putting safety votes up and just... Put all the people you want gone up. One of it's, them has to go. It's insane. It's it's so weird to just see people just blindly follow these white men who've done nothing to earn it, but people see them as authority, which is exact in when you're playing Big Brother. They should be if you see someone with authority, you should try to take away that authority because you're trying to win. It's so weird. Yeah. I just. It's so sad to see. And they knocked out all, like, Talia won two or three challenges, I think. So they knocked her out. And then Zoe won a bunch of challenges for them. They eventually got her out. Uh, Casey, well, Casey didn't really do anything, but they knocked her out too. (laughs) She was always supportive with them and on the same team. And um, then they tried to get Sophie out 
who saved them a bunch of times in a row as well. It's crazy how... I, don't, I just don't know why you would want to be a part of that. You know that they're not going to... Like, it's like yeah. it's being friends with men like that. You know they're only going to... Yeah, you're never going to be... A certain amount of the way. Yeah, you're, you're never, never going to be one of them, no matter no. what. Um, so stop never... trying. Yeah, just leave them alone. Just do I'm, your own thing. Well, um, wouldn't you rather be friends with Angela? Fuck, at least she'll make you laugh. Like, yeah. I, I can't handle the editing trying to make these people look like they're funny and they have personalities. And oh. I'm I'm just on, I, I scroll Twitter and everyone's just like, I don't care about these people. They're not funny. Stop. Please stop doing this. Yeah, they're not even saying funny things. I don't understand. It's a lot of the time. I told you before that, like, Matt... When he talks, he's sort of like talking as if, like the honey badger from The Bachelor. He's just sort of saying mm. Australianisms and we're supposed to think that that's funny. It's not funny. It's not funny. I also did want to say um, that immediately after Sarah had jumped on Hannah, like, because Talia and Sarah won the joint, they jointly won the award to nominate or whatever mm-hmm. and they put Hannah up together and sort of straight after um Sarah came into the diary room and sort of felt bad she was like I think I judged Hannah too early yes and that I thought that was actually really big for like I think she's like 18 or 19 or something yeah she's 19 she's a baby yeah which I think is like really big for a 19 year old to be able to like identify that because you know what respect to Sarah for that yeah because I I at that age absolutely not I would have been like I'm sticking to my guns here. <laughs> yeah. I've decided to hate a person. Yeah, actually, she's a huge bitch. Um, I'll figure out an example at some point. Yeah. I just feel it. I feel it in my bones. The way her face looks, there's something I hate about it. And it's she's always perfect. smiling. <laughs> well, she's always looking happy with herself. Like, she has self-esteem and it's disgusting. Um, yeah, I'm really pissed off at the moment about uh, Chad and Sophie never voting for Dan and Matt when basically they've won the last few challenges together. Oh my god. Um, it's it, and it's and it's and you even you want to root for this Chad guy, right? He's a model, he's not like the sharpest knife in the drawer, but he seems sweet. But then you have Sophie who's like continuously this whole time is like, okay, we've made a pact to get to the final four. Sophie, Chad, Matt and Dan, right? Yeah. And then Sophie's like I don't know, I feel like they're going to come after me. And Chad's like, no, they're not. We made a pact. Calm down. You're being crazy. Or maybe he doesn't use the word crazy, but he continuously tells her to calm down, that she's so anxious and that she needs to relax and everything's fine. Yeah. She continuously says, I don't know, I don't know, I'm nervous. I think they're going to come after me. And uh, they promise that they're like, nah, we're all on the same team. And Chad's like, yeah, just relax. So then they save them week after week. Uh, then Dan won a challenge last night. Immediately they vote her out. Yeah. I, <laughs> and it made me so furious for her because she just got told constantly by her boyfriend to just calm down and that she was just going and that she was just being anxious and there's nothing to worry about. Only to be and it's and it's like even then, even even if they were trying to break the couple up or whatever, why Sophie over Chad? Well, Purely so, because they just like Chad better because he's a guy. And, and they're like Sophie kept winning all the, like, physical challenges. But I think as but well... But that's I fucking was... bullshit. They just... 
like there's just something about them I think that would just rather Chad be there than Sophie because yeah because Chad's nice he's a guy I think he's also kind of a bit dumber as well I kept on saying to Jono that he was sort (laughs) of like I kept saying I was like I would say he was gaslighting her if I thought he wasn't just a kind of dumbo (laughs) yeah like I genuinely think he thought that it was good like I genuinely think that Chad still thought they had this alliance because he can't read the room. They were like, they were like, Matt and Dan were talking about voting Sophie out like a meter away from him loudly, and he didn't put it together. <laughs> well, that's why I don't think he's a good himbo because they're a good himbo still listens. Do you know what I mean? And I think yeah. he's not a good himbo because instead of listening to Sophie, who's clearly smarter than him, he decided that. He knew better. What's a himbo? A uh, male bimbo. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's been it's been in the zeitgeist a lot recently because there was a tweet about um that's basically saying that the word him uh that liking himbos, wanting to date a himbo, is ableist because you want to have power over someone who's dumber than you, essentially, <laughs> and that it was akin to pedophilia. Okay. So that was very entertaining on Twitter for a day. Um, okay. The thing about okay. himbos is that, you know, they're not particularly smart, but they're earnest and sweet, which I guess Chad is, but he's not He's not the best. Yeah, I, 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 I've never heard the term himbo and I like it. Um, yeah, I think he just doesn't really understand what's happening a lot of the time, like on a deeper level. Yeah, no, not at all. Clearly. <laughs> Um, Clearly, he's fucking shocked when Sophie got voted out. He's just like, "How did this happen?" Um. Anyway, I might. I. Anyway, whatever. I just think it's. You go. Also, they've been friends with Sarah for like a long time. Why wouldn't they just look after Sarah? They know where. I have no idea. It's also like it gets to the final three. You knock out one of Dan and and then you're in the majority, and then you just get rid of the other one. It's I. I cannot fathom it. Yeah. Privilege in action. Anyway, I just think they've done a poor job. This white room thing has happened before. They've done the white room before. And I remember reading articles about how, like, they shouldn't have done it that time either because um, it's essentially this white room where all the food is white and there's no entertainment. Everything's white except this red button that you can press to leave. And uh, it's just about, like, it's essentially torture. Just like boring you to death with no stimulation. And I remember reading about this at the time and they were talking about these uh, studies. Someone did this experiment where they just cut people off from all their senses. So they like patted them so they couldn't really feel anything and they blocked their ears and their eyes. And so they were essentially just cut off sense-wise. And um, So you're in like a sensory deprivation pod. Sort of. Yes, but even less sensation because you're not in water. You're, like, padded up, I think. Anyway, and um, after the experiment, I think they could leave if they wanted to, but they were in there for, I can't remember how long, an extended period of time. And after the experiment, like, a, a bunch of them uh, committed suicide. What? Because of how awful it was. Well, like, it just fucked with them. 
something like that. <laughs> but it, why are you doing? Like, I understand the allure of it, but there's they've done so many. And the thing where they got the housemates to like pause when they were eating ice creams, that's from the 2013 season. I was re-watching that. Like, there's so many... I don't know. I think if you're going to steal from previous seasons of Big Brother, at least do a more interesting job. I don't think... It's just really weird in the episode last night. They just stole all the housemates' furniture and then they just said that one of the housemates did it and then interviewed all the housemates to try and figure out who stole the furniture. But obviously it was the producers and a team of people who could carry that much furniture. Yeah, I don't really understand what they thought it would do, like induce personality in people, because it didn't. Like, it doesn't, <laughs> it's not going to do anything. It's just going to take away the things. And also, I got annoyed because they took all the furniture, but they didn't take that um, chair up by the pool, but then nobody was sitting on that. They were just, like, lying on the grass and lying inside on the floor. I'm like, there's a fucking comfy chair out there. <laughs> Go lie on that. A bunch of himbos probably didn't notice. Yeah. Anyway, what a disappointing... I really like Big Brother, and I'm really disappointed in it. And I think they have to completely change it if they want it to be successful. At least change the casting. Something horrible is happening with big with all reality shows where they're just unable to cast interesting people. Well, I don't think they know what interesting people are anymore because they just look at a lot of other reality shows and it's sort of like the same people are cast all the time but this isn't like big brother isn't a dating show it's not love island or anything like that you don't need everyone to look the same yeah Yeah. i'd say maybe they didn't look quite maybe there was that people did they were a little bit more different than you would see on like the bachelor or something but you can go you can go so much more different so much more unique with the people and that is what i I saw again when i watched the 2013 one like sure there were like a few jock white guys but really not that many yeah and it was just so much better yeah I don't really understand I I feel like this season yeah it was just really boring and I yeah nobody not one person apart from Angela had an interesting personality and like lots of people is like I don't think I've seen a show where like Xavier only just got voted out recently and he had like no screen time up until like midway through like I feel like Mm. usually for the first few episodes you don't really know who the first few people are who come out of the house but then you and people usually get enough airtime that you sort of know a bit about them yeah but then when they started giving him screen time I didn't like him anymore so like (coughs) okay he's one of the only people who had an actual following other than Angela and it was just because um he's like a pretty guy and so it was just teenage (laughs) girls on twitter being like team xavier (laughs) like posting all these fan cams oh yeah i kept on seeing that like edited video they'd made where they were like he's so beautiful (laughs) yeah okay (laughs) okay yeah he was the only other person i think who had a following at all and then of course when angela left the second time when they had exhausted their options in keeping her in the game everyone was just like i'm not watching it anymore yeah, well, there's nothing to watch. It's just no. I'm still kind of watching it, but it's just people talking it. tactics and and nothing interesting happens. Actually, that's because the last season I watched was the 2013 one, and that is when I stopped watching when there weren't enough people in the house for it to be interesting anymore. 
and they were just talking about the game and it was way less than they're talking about it now but I remember specifically watching them talk about everyone talking about the game and I was like okay well you you're all like talking like you're trapped on an island now and I'm done you've gone crazy and I'm bored yeah because you want to see normal people being normal yeah yeah I don't know damn it channel seven they've ruined it they have, and it's sad because they got a lot of ratings initially, and then they just dropped off really quick. I think. Yeah, well, they haven't. They don't show. It's very like. It's also like. It's extremely like. I just feel like it's like the most bland show. It's like extremely like PG thirteen, in the sense that like. It's only talking about the game. There's no real life stuff. There's no people having hard conversations. Like. Nothing, at all. It's so like I don't know anything about any of these people's family life apart from the fact that Matt's engaged and Dan wants to get back with this other lady. I know nothing about anybody <laughs> else. No. Nothing. Nothing. I found out that Sarah's family lives in the Netherlands because of the COVID thing when she had to have a call with them or something. And it's like, we know nothing about any of these people and they like Chad should have an, an interesting life to talk about. Yeah. They should all have an interesting life to talk about. But I mean, nothing. <laughs> let's not exaggerate. <laughs> okay, well, I mean, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, I can't believe it. I'm, you should all be thankful that we're not subjecting you to a play-by-play of the entire show because, I mean, I guess they'd be short episodes. Yeah, they will be because it will be like 10 minutes to get through three episodes for the week. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, more exciting than that. I believe, what is the day today? Is it the Wednesday? 15th. It's the 15th. It's today. Oh, baby, baby. It is Bachelor in Paradise is starting... Tonight. 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 Aren't we excited for it? Yes. Um, oh. Okay. Sorry, I was just looking up a, uh, a Guardian article that says, Abby Chatfield is the best thing about Bachelor in Paradise. Don't make her the villain. You know what? I have to agree. Um, who are we excited to see? We should be looking up the cast, shouldn't we? Um, probably, we yeah. something. Um, okay, so meet the contestants. So uh, full cast details below. So we've got uh, seemingly... Okay, there's a lot of people that I don't know here, so you're going to have to handle that. So we've got okay. Kieran. Yay. Perfect. Wonderful. All right, can you chill? I'm going to find this so I can... Oh, do you want oh, me to send okay. you the link? Uh, yeah. Wait. Yes. Okay, I'll send you the link. Okay, sorry, I was just looking at the photo too, so maybe we should read them in order from the article. I don't know. Yeah, I think so. Oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, my God, yes, guess who's back. I'll wait till you're in here. I just looked at the photo. <laughs> I also can't guarantee that I will remember all these people. Okay, all right. First, we, are, we have Abby. Great. Obviously, Perfect. absolute queen. Um, deserves better than anything that anyone else has on these shows, to be honest. <laughs> has actual real value. Not in just a better than most people on the show way. Yes. Very excited to see her. And hopefully she will not get a villain edit this time and can actually just be herself. As we saw with Kira on Bachelor in Paradise they yeah. just gave her a normal edit instead of a villain edit and everyone was able to see that she was actually just really funny and fun. Yeah, that will be nice. 
Okay, next up we have Brittany. Brittany's back. Oh, next season. Um, we all remember <laughs> she got to the final two on uh, the Honey Badger season, only to be left um, along with the other girl, Sophie, I believe. Yep. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry, I got confused because I was thinking of the other Brittany. Oh, no, no, no. Not, not Crazy Brittany. Yes, but okay. Crazy Brittany is also there. Yes! <laughs> Great! She's Fuck back yeah. for a second season of Bachelor in Paradise. Um, and next yeah. season of Rem- The Bachelor. She is- Remember last time on Bachelor in Paradise, she was with Ivan, who then unceremoniously ditched her. Yes. Rude. Um, which was very rude, but all for the best because she deserves better than him because he then turned out to be really fucking crazy when it came to... Someone whose name starts with T? Talia. Talia? Is that it? Talia? I don't think it's Talia. (laughs) Tallulah. Anyway, whatever. (laughs) We all remember that beautiful girl who I look exactly like. That's Uh, Danielle's words. Yes? um, No, that's your words. Oh, my God. This next one. Oh, my God. Cassie. Which one's Cassie? Oh, she's is she the short one oh, who wait. was the... Oh, uh, no, wait. Oh, sorry. That's a different one. Okay, Cassandra. So Cassandra is... Okay, no. I thought she was maybe the short one from she is, next she? season who was the the um, the jewellery maker, but I don't know. Isn't, isn't that her? Maybe that is her. It's, oh, wait. It says Matt season. She's from Matt season. She could yeah, just she be the same Yeah, she was the one... Way. She didn't have that much chem. She was on Matt Agnew season. She didn't have much chemistry with him, but I remember she was short because they did that photo shoot and all the girls just stood to the side making jokes about how, how much short shorter was. she was. That's and I took funny because that's, that's never, ever, ever been a thing, I don't think, for women. <laughs> never at all. I don't think it's ever been like a... Like men, the height thing, you know, I, they, they get real weird about. Women, I don't think anybody gives a shit about height. No, I mean, I think some guys, like, some guys say they want a short girl. I think they like to feel big. But yeah. other than that, I don't think it matters at all. And it was weird to see them joking about it. Maybe that's just because I was like, is this what everyone says behind <laughs> my back? Yeah, um, I'm always talking about how tiny you are and how I could just murder you easy. <laughs> God, Naomi's short, that <laughs> fucking bitch. <laughs> <laughs> they look uh, stupid together. She's <laughs> too small. <laughs> Um, um, next up we have Kieran. Oh, Angel, sweet Angel Kieran, who, um, if we remember correctly, obviously the absolute, the most charming and sweet guy on Angie's season of The Bachelorette, um, the blonde one with tattoos who we initially thought would be a fuckhead, but was Turns lovely. Out he wasn't Patty. He was a sweet angel. Sweet British angel, and, uh, he had to leave because his... Uh, his, his grandmother, grandmother passed, away. passed away. Yeah, very sad. Which is so horrible. But anyway, we we love Kieran so much. What a beautiful, beautiful man. I'm so excited to see him again. Yeah. Then next up we have Glenn. <laughs> okay, who the hell is Glenn? <laughs> I need to scroll up for that picture again. Glenn. Not never Angie. seen Glenn in my life. I swear. Let's see. It says his Angie season, but Glenn. I, yeah, no idea who Glenn is. We'll get to meet him. Then next up we've got Helena. We remember him from Matt's season. Um, Elena. Oh, yes. say that she, Helena. Uh, she probably uses she, her pronouns. 
Danielle? What? You said him. Um, oh, but I'm up. pretty sure that Elena is. Oh, we remember Elena. She said famously, "What? What did she say?" Oh, <laughs> In that accent. Oh, I can't remember. Oh, Daddy, or was it something about? Oh, I just can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. <laughs> there she is. Um, uh, good on her. I thought she was cool. I'm excited to see her again. Yeah, it'll be. I can't. It'll be fine to see her again. I don't really. I don't think I ever really cared too much about Elena. So it'll be nice to see. Hopefully, we'll get to see some more personality or something. Yeah, she was just really afraid, wasn't she? Yeah. I remember her being like afraid. she just couldn't commit, and she started to like just tried to like start fights and stuff about it. Yeah, I was mm-hmm. baffled. Yes, because oh yes, because I remember being like, "This is weird behavior for an adult woman." Like I, yes. I felt like it was something that like maybe teenagers would do because oh that's right she had never been in love before. Yeah, she was really afraid. Um, so I guess that makes sense because you're still probably like seventeen. Then so, emotionally with that stuff. Oh, right. <laughs> so, like, she's sort of stunted. I was like, is she 17? I don't think she <laughs> should be on The Bachelor. <laughs> um, next up, we've got Jake, who's 33. I don't know him at all. It says he's from Jake, Georgia season. Um, is you probably won't remember me saying this, but some people might. He was the um, He was the guy who was so... He did something so rude in Bachelor in Paradise season one that he is the only person that I have ever um, commented a snake emoji at, and Ooh. I now regret. So, what did he do? Jake, if you're listening, I'm sorry. I can't even remember. He, oh, here we go. He was accused of being a ladies' man. He was just, he was like hanging out with one woman and then just <laughs> sort of stopped talking to her for another, because another woman arrived and it was just, it was just really, he like promised that he was going to give this girl, uh, his rose if she kept him around and then like the next thing because you know it swaps between women and men who choose who get to stay so he's like oh yeah if you give me the rose I'll give you my next one and then like two days later they had another rose ceremony and he kicked her out oh that is rude and it was quite rude because I can't even I think it was Flo actually you remember Flo you've met oh yeah she was sweet yeah so that was she was Jake was the first person who fucked her over. Oh, maybe not the first, actually. Um, <laughs> anyway, so he, uh, I think he's grown up a bit now. He was with Megan Marks from that uh, season, and they were, had, like, a weird on-again, off-again thing. She didn't seem committed to him at all. She was like, oh, yeah, I think I'm learning not to just get impatient if I'm not feeling it straight away and to sort of stick it out. And I'm like, uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> I think if you don't like him, then you shouldn't be with him. That's good. Um, I have a So, you know, I think he's learnt um, to be a bit more <laughs> humble now that he knows what it's like to have your feelings hurt. Um, <laughs> next up, uh, we have a, a bit of a wild card who's clearly in here just to... He's going to be the Ivan of this season, I have a feeling. Yeah, I hope not because that was awful. Um, but we have Jamie from Angie's season. Yes. The older man who... Um, we were famously a little bit sympathetic too because he seems to not have the tightest grip on his emotions. Um, and that is when I got attacked on Twitter. Someone said that we constantly have the worst takes because I said I feel sorry for him. So sorry yeah. that I'm empathetic, but it's my number one quality. We all know this. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, like, he, I think he was, like, a bit manipulative, but he was also being bullied a lot by the boys. So it's one of those things where, you know, you feel bad for both people. 
in a situation nobody's in the right. Yeah. Yeah. He he's just, doing he bad behavior. Other people very are having insecure, bad behavior. Does not know how to build a connection well without yeah. um he has control issues clearly. Yeah. So has I has a strange gonna... Instagram presence. Does he? Yes. <laughs> what why? What is it? It's just um lots of like I, I guess it's just like lots of like um, I'm go can't wait to tick off the seventy third country on all the countries in the world I've been to. Can't wait to go there. That sort of thing. You know? <laughs> That's not that weird. I think it's weird for a forty year old man. Dude, you know what? I just had a flashback to. Now I'm triggered again. When who was that guy? Is it Waylon, the one with the beard that I tagged him on Instagram? Longtime listeners of the podcast will know I tagged this guy who had been um, kicked off of the Bachelorette, and I wrote and I wrote R.I.P. and then he and I tagged him, but then he messaged me and he was like, "I'm not dead," and then I said, "Ha ha, all a bit of fun," and then I felt sick because I've never read. I've never written or said the words, haha, all a bit of fun. I just freaked out because I didn't know how to talk to this, like, normie guy. He didn't get you. It was so weird. I'm still upset about it. Anyway. Anyway, next up we have Janie, who's 30. All right, let me look up Janie. Janie um, is from Richie's season. Yes. Let's see if we remember Janie. Well, I don't because I didn't watch that season. Uh... No, I have almost no memory of this girl. But again, it was quite a while ago. But she looks cute. Oh, it says she's a children's entertainer. So that bodes well for me to like her. Because I remember the other lady. I liked, oh, wait, no, Christian was into the, she was the Chinese lady. Like she was into Chinese stuff. The one who was speaking Chinese all the time? Yes, I got confused. Who was the lady that we were in, I believe? Who was uh, the lady we liked who was the children's entertainer? Bro, I have no idea. I okay. have a feeling Janie was one of the people who I got the got the background music of the boom, 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 boom. Oh, okay. Fun. I mean, yeah, this says she's quirky, so that obviously bodes well for that music. Oh my god, next up, Kira is back. Okay, I did not know this. I'm so excited. Danielle, have you you have not had the joy of watching Kira, have you? No, I have no idea who Kira is. Okay, so Kira is I brought her up before. She was on Richie's season. She clearly didn't she was very competitive with the other girls, but in a way that I thought was funny and lighthearted. But she got edited as this huge bitch. I thought she had a lot of very funny one liners, but no one paid attention to them because they were too busy hating on her. Okay. Then she went on Bachelor in Paradise where they didn't have to edit her as the villain. I mean, they didn't have to do it the first time either, but um, they just edited. They just showed who she was basically and she's so funny and I love her and she's so um, self-assured. Anyway, she ended up with Jared Woodgate. That did not work out in the end, but they were together for quite a while, I think like a year or two. That's quite nice. So I'm so excited to see her again because she's very honest. She's everything that I like on a person in reality TV. I think you're going to really like her. That's she good. better last a while because she's very funny. Okay, and the last... Okay, no, we've got There's three more people, three more people um, that I can see. So we've got Mary, 32, who was from Matt's season, who we loved. Did we? Who the fuck is Mary? She had, Oh, Mary's funny. Yeah, she was um, real funny few good one-liners from her 
Yeah. Um, and then we've got uh, Naranga, who's 28, who was from Angie's season. Famously, um, um, the one guy who wasn't white. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that is, unfortunately, that's kind of all we learned about him because he got kicked off pretty early on. Seemingly, um, Naranga and Mary are the only two non-white people in this show as well. For fuck's sake. The only thing I remember about him is when they found out that Angie's um, brother was there. He was like, well, it's not me. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's the only thing I remember. But That's yeah, funny. Fuck yeah. I'm, I'm seeing a, t- a photo of him with his shirt off now. Oh, let me have a look. And I have to say, uh, yes. A tick. <laughs> okay. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, and then uh, last but definitely not least... Tim from Angie's season. You may remember him as the other blonde guy with long hair who had quite a personality. Yes. The one who said, uh, what did he he say about love? That if you're blind, you want someone else to be your eyes. Yeah, something like that. Or if you're disabled, you know? Yeah. (laughs) That was the full quote. Yeah, that good quote from Tim there. (laughs) <laughs> Lovely. But his heart is in the right place. Um, although he was a bit of a shit stirrer, actually, wasn't he? Yeah, I think he did like to stir stir it up a little bit and get a bit of drama happening. Especially with Jamie. It'll yeah. be interesting to see. I remember Tim stirring Jamie up and stirring everyone up to the point where Kieran cracked it. And yeah. that's when Kieran was like, I can't do this anymore. I'm in a terrible place because of my grandma dying. Um leaving Tim to come second. To Carlin, who uh, Angie and Carlin have now broken up. As yes. A few weeks ago. They're done. They're over. Who could have seen that coming? No, I didn't feel... I shouldn't have said that. That's rude. Oh, you bitch. That's rude. I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> it is rude. Um, but I think Angie can do better. I'm uh, disappointed that she didn't do better the first time. Because yes. I think Carlin is... Fine, but very boring, and I don't think Angie is boring. Yeah, she could have just cancelled the season and gone off with Kieran. That would have been nice. <gasps> Wouldn't they have loved that as well? Oh, they would have had the best ratings ever for that. Like, then we could have just followed them off on a maybe not a dream adventure, considering what was happening at the time. But you know, you could have like a check in. Well, there would have been time, though. They would have, like, he would have had yeah. a few weeks to process it and go to the funeral and, like, you know, you don't you don't put your life on hold forever. Yeah, no. And I can say that because my dad's dead. Um, but, uh, yeah, I... Oh, fuck, that would have been good. Oh, how disappointing. Yeah. Anyway, I still would have chosen Tim over Carlin. Yeah, he... Yeah. Even well, just for a laugh. Fucking well, hell. Yeah, because... I mean, I just felt like Colin was essentially a mannequin who could, like a, like a mannequin had come yeah. to life <laughs> and you needed to teach it about the world. Not, not that much to life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly to life and then still some parts just, I don't know. Who cares? Anyway, sorry to Angie, um, but you, you know, it's everything happens for a reason, brother. I'm sure she's listening. <laughs> I'm sure she's listening and waiting for our sage advice as two people who are younger than her and in an entirely different situation. I yes, am Danielle? looking at Carlin's um, 
Instagram and the top, mm-hmm. like his most recent post um, was, well, won't be in Bali anytime soon, so here's a throwback to better times. And then the first one is just him showering from a distance. And then wow. the, sec- the second one is a video just of him lying shirtless on the ground. And then uh, he's going through it. That eventually like getting up classic- and walking away. The classic breakup thirst post. Nothing happens. Nothing's happening. You're not doing anything in that post. I'm confused. Danielle, you know why he posted that. No, but it's not like his, all his other posts aren't like that either, even from when him and Angie were together. Yeah, but that's the thing. That's why he's posting it now. He needs attention. He needs validation, which is perfectly legal, and I am all for it. That's what you do after a breakup. You got it. That's why people look... If people look real hot on Instagram and they're in a relationship, you got to question whether they're still together because odds are something bad happened. Yeah. I reckon I reckon she just got bored and was, like, spending more time away with her family because she was like, I cannot sit in a room with this boring person anymore. Especially during quarantine. Yeah. I feel like in quarantine you really, you can't escape. And yeah. that's how I feel. <laughs> Like if you you you're really stuck in it, and if it's not someone that you really can be around all the time, I think you'd be fucked. You'd be like, like you can't dive into your work or dive into spending time with friends. You can't. You have to face mm. it. I think. Yeah, I would hate to be in like a. I mean, I don't, sorry to anybody listening, um, but I would hate to be in a share house right now. I think like, it'd be fun. You think it'd be fun? I think I'd go and say because I reckon it will be like one of those things where you start to just like notice the little details about somebody who's pissing oh, yeah. you off. And then yeah, all I of a sudden... Yeah, just comes from living if, in a share house for a while. Yeah. You start to... I think you get to a certain age where you're just like, I don't want to deal with this anymore. <laughs> yeah. But I can understand that. But I also think it would be cool, like I saw people like setting up tents in their backyards and having like movie nights and stuff. And I was like, oh. That actually looks really cool. You have a backyard. You and Mark can do that. Yeah, but it's just me and Mark. That's like it's <laughs> I, I I feel like whether you're like an introvert or an extrovert or something, if you're uh, like with a long-term partner, they don't really affect that. So I feel like um, as like an extrovert and I really enjoy socializing that Mark almost doesn't count in the same way that Mark gets stressed out in social situations, but being around me all the time doesn't stress him out because it's almost the same as being alone. I feel, do you know what I mean? Like they become part of you. No, I mean, because they're so you and he's my other half. (laughs) Do you know what I'm trying to say? Like it doesn't, it doesn't count. Yeah. I still need my alone time as well. I like, I need to either, I definitely need like at least a few hours a week, just me without anybody in the room Oh, whatever. Yeah, absolutely. That's why I go for some walks or I have a coffee sometimes by myself in the mornings by myself, but a lot of the time I'm just having them with me. So, um, <laughs> I wait for the coffee detox for him to do sometimes and then I'll have my time again. And I know it's coming. <laughs> I'll get too anxious if he has it every day. <laughs> be like babe I think this coffee is not good for you you should like take a break from it like maybe go for a walk in the morning instead of having a coffee go for a long walk outside of the house alone without me for ages I'm not gonna gaslight him (laughs) also we um we just go to the if if he's having coffee then we'll go to the cafe across the road so 
well, it'll be like nice coffee as opposed to mm. at home if if he's not having coffee and I just have coffee. I will just make myself I've been making myself decaf coffee so I can still enjoy a coffee but not be anxious. That's really smart. It's good. And I guess that's your punishment for teaching yourself to like the taste of coffee. Yeah. Do you not like coffee? I can hack it. I'm actually starting to kind of like it now, but I think it's I think it's stupid. I think it's like starting smoking. It's like it's not good for anything. Coffee like it makes you dependent on caffeine. It smells like shit. I like I don't understand. Whenever I have a coffee, I've like have to brush my teeth because I think I hmm. don't get it. Um like I hate coffee breath. And then also it costs you so much money. Yeah, I th- I don't know. I think I, I definitely didn't used to like coffee and now I really enjoy it, but I don't have it that often. I'll only have like it when I go out with somebody or well, when Jono is interested in it and then we'll go get some. But he always orders a mocha. I, I had a mocha this morning. Jono and yeah. I are the same person. You, That's why we all get along. <laughs> did you get a mocha when we went for a coffee and brunch? Yeah, I did. That was, oh my God, thank God we did that because that was one of the only times I've been out of the house since we weren't in the other lockdown I mean for like it was like the only time I basically I think I've had like one other meal outside of the house yeah it's I've heard a lot of people be like they regret not doing more when we were not in lockdown for that period um for anyone who doesn't know Melbourne is now back in another six-week lockdown but uh I think it's we were just doing the right thing of like not socializing more than we had to uh and not like pushing the rules or anything and being safe and if more people did that then we wouldn't be in lockdown again right now and also if um you know a security guard didn't allegedly fuck one of the people quarantining then we also wouldn't be in this yeah you gotta feel to be that dude you've gotta feel bad right you've gotta (laughs) feel bad being that dude I don't know like well that's again we really don't even know if this guy exists apparently he had a wife and kids who he then went home and spread it to and then what the kids are taking it to school she's taking it wherever she's going mm. he's spreading it to the other security guards who are then spreading it everywhere I I understand why they're not confirming it or releasing his name because I think everyone would want to kill him Oh, yeah, 100%. Everybody would want to kill him. I'd want to kill him. I do want to kill him. I I won't. For the record, I will not touch him. But I understand not telling me who he is. Because if if there was another time in my life where I could throw down a snake emoji, it's this. Well, that man single-handedly ruined a lot of people's lives for the next few years. (laughs) Yes, he did. Like, lots of people will, like, the first first lot of isolation, um, you know, a lot of people might have like made it through and then their second lot will be the lot that like ruins their business yeah and just yeah he will destroy lives people will die as a result of this man i mean i guess we can't just blame the man i guess we have to blame the woman right yeah yeah i mean yes she but he was the one who was fucking employed and on the job and employed by the government no you know what fuck yeah (laughs) i mean they're both to blame um but also, also, he's the one who had uh, a wife and children. Yes. Outside, outside of that, he had a wife and kids. He does not need to be doing that, okay? <laughs> For so many reasons. Anyway, shout out to um, the security guard who has ruined all of our lives. Now I believe coronavirus is spreading again back to Sydney. Um, so I'm sure the whole country will be shut down yet again. That will make me really sad if Sydney gets shut down as well because it's like 
um, you know, Melbourne's locked down, but I feel like the impact on Australia if Sydney gets shut down as well is like, okay, cool. The two biggest cities have done now. We're fucked again. Um, That's very generous of you because I think a lot of people's instinct from Melbourne to hear it's in Sydney too is ha-ha. But I would say the only reason it is that is because when it started to kick off in Melbourne, all the Sydney people were like ha-ha, which is an interesting way to respond to um, the spreading of a pandemic. Um, But I will say that Sydney did do it first. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Well, that's the podcast for this week. Two hot takes Uh, right there. (laughs) Thanks. Thanks for listening, if you are. Um, Yeah. You know, we're we're doing our best. We're trapped inside our houses again. I don't know what you want from us. And we got Bachelor in Paradise now, so... At least we'll That's have fun. something. It'll be fun. That'll be yeah. a fun respite. And Big Brother finishes this week too, so there we go. Um. Uh. Okay. There's we have two new reviews. Okay. Wow. Perfect. Thank you. We waited. <laughs> we 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 left a whole month, and we have two new reviews. Great job by ACN3012 um, says, Bachelor in Paradise starting tune. Okay, this is less of a review, more of a request. Um, five stars. How am I going to fake knowing what's going on in this year's Bachelor in Paradise if these awesome women don't watch it for me? You're okay. right. How are you going to hold up conversations at the um, water cooler that you won't be near because you're locked in your house? Unless, I guess, you're not in Melbourne. We do have listeners from other places. But she could also be on a Zoom call or something. Oh, yeah, on a Zoom. Um, that's I was like, but are people working in other places in the world? But I think I don't think England is doing very well. I don't think the US is doing very well at all. No, I don't think they are either. And we have another view from <laughs> someone <laughs> took my nickname. Um, this review is simply titled, A Review. Okay, thank you. It says, I heard of Danielle and Naomi on another podcast and decided to check out their work after finding them entertaining. <laughs> this story holds up so far. Okay, I believe Glad you. I did, even though I'm not a reality TV watcher. I enjoy the banter about their Melbourne life, which is often funny and entertaining. <laughs> Please keep going, even if the episodes were shorter but regularly posted. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that felt a little bit pointed um okay fine no more two hour episodes then for everybody out there if look if you have a problem with the regularity of the episodes why don't you just listen to 20 minutes and then pause it and then wait another week no that's not on you that's on us because you don't know if another episode's coming and yeah do we sure when Um, we started this podcast we were going to edit it down to an hour or something and we did that for a little bit and then we decided no more editing and so now, if we have an issue, we write down a timestamp, we edit that out, we put music at the start and the end, and that's it. You get all the pauses, you'll get blowing noses, you'll get coughs, you get what you're given, okay? <laughs> just want to say thank you. We love our listeners. We love you guys so much. We do. We're sorry. We just, I don't know. We're naturally aggressive people. Yes. And um, that I, it's one thing to take it out on each other, but to take it out on you is rude and we acknowledge that. Will we change? Never. No. <laughs> <laughs> 
But thank you again for listening. Um, as always, and we say this every time, we will try to be more consistent. <laughs> we we will now. What's today? Wednesday. We'll do this. What what days are Bachelor in Paradise on? Wednesdays and Thursdays usually. All right. So we'll probably do it on a. We'll probably try and get it out on Mondays. Yeah. No promises. <laughs> oh, Nam will get this one out ASAP, and then the we'll do Wednesday Thursday. Oh, will we'll, I? Yeah. All right. Okay, so the song this week from Kevin McLeod in Competech is called Sincerely, and this is the song description. Talk wistfully about the past. Talk hopefully about the future. Talk about your hopes and fears. Talk about your neighbourhood watch lady. Talk about your chilled tracks. <laughs> anyway, that's okay. the description. <laughs> Thanks, Kevin. Um, yeah, that's it. Okay, so apart from that, um, that's it for us this week. So We will see you. We will, well, you'll hear us, because um, this is an audio medium. Uh, in, you, so soon, let's watch Bachelor in Paradise and forget that the world is falling apart. Yeah, catch you on the flip side. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Batch, 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 bitch. Batch, batch, bitch. Batch, batch, Batch bitch, batch bitch, batch bitch, batch bitch, batch Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.